Welcome back to the main stage of the How's Your Head Child podcast, season six. He's the hunk who loves spunk. I mean, who has spunk. Omar Atis. Hi, Omar. Hi, Halo. <laughs> oh, did you miss me? <laughs> oh my God, yes. But can we get this party started? I got a little something waiting for me outside, if you know what I mean. Oh, all right. Yeah, you gotta go. So, yeah. I do. I'm so busy. <laughs> mm-hmm. We chased her down, no pun intended, and we finally got her on the pod. It's drag artist and reality television star Drew Friday. Hey, Drew, how's your head? Oh, honey, no complaints, but no crown either. I mean, yet. Yeah. Mm, same. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, we're about to get into some things or some things or some things with an extra special episode of the pod. Queen, start your engines and may the best drag queen win. <laughs> yes, bitch. We are back, back, back again, guys. So we've been on a little break, if you guys haven't noticed. And shout out to our Visage. He's away right now um, at summer camp filming All Stars 9. Let me stop. <laughs> He's away, <laughs> but he'll be back soon. So shout out to him. I want to start off by saying that. And yeah, we got an extra special episode that I'm excited to uh, to get into. So we're like old times, Omar, right? Like old times. <laughs> Just me and you. Before it was a threesome. Okay. Speaking of threesome, I got to start with the infamous question. Omar, how's your head? My head is giving busy, 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 but I enjoy it. Ooh, I heard that. <laughs> Drew Friday, how's your head? I mean, my head. Is definitely in the game and busy, 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 and just full of emotions. Oh, I know it's in the game because we talked offline, and if you know what I mean, hmm. she's been in the game. Is, is anyone gonna ask me how's my head? How's your head? I was getting there. How's your head? <laughs> my head is giving white claw boots the house down <laughs> after midnight. <laughs> yes, white girls coming home from a long day of work. Well, I gotta be white. <laughs> we don't That's say work around here. Me. We say, yeah, I'm a bartender. So we say, you know, you get it. You and the like, girl, you, you work in the bar. You, you get it. Mm-hmm, very much, very much. The gig, yes. But yeah, White Claw boosts the house down. So we are recording this at 12 10 a.m. And yeah, I want to get into some things. But yeah, I want to explain the mid season break. So RuPaul been working us. No um, surprise there. And we need a fucking break. So we took it. So, listeners, the next time y'all hear from us, we will we will be recapping the last few episodes of Drag Race UK, and then we're we'll finishing that season and going over to Canada Drag Race Canada versus the world. So, thank you guys for still sticking around with us. We've been re-releasing some some of our bonus episodes just to keep us in your ears. So that explains our break, and I want to explain the premise of the show. So we got Drew Friday. She's a drag artist. That's currently in Atlanta, Georgia. She is the star of Chasing Atlanta. And I cannot wait to introduce the world, my art fans, to her. So, yeah. Drew, are you excited? Yes, the star. The star, honey. Oh, my gosh. The star. You you just made a girl blush. Huh? Omar, is she one of your favorites on the show, too? She's definitely the star of the show. Per. 100%. I appreciate that, Omar. I'm trying. I'm gonna try so hard to be professional and not flirt with you because you are such a strapping <laughs> young man. Strapping. Let me, let me write that down. I think that's good. <laughs> a strap. <laughs> yes, Drew. What you been up to since the last since we saw you last on the reunion on that screen? And were you in New York? I was in. I was in Jersey. Yes, in Jersey. In that tutu. What you been up to since the last time we saw you? Um, I've been back and forth. Back and forth between Jersey, New York, Baltimore, and Atlanta. Yeah, friend, I'm so sorry I was in Baltimore and I did not tell you. I am so sorry. I was there for like a couple of hours. It was real quick, in and out. It was a gig. I'm so sorry. But I'm back. I'm coming back. Um, I am one of the girls for a brunch out there called Sad Brunch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm one of their one of their girls. So I'm starting to travel with them. So okay. that's been going on since you saw me. And then, of course, hormones. A bitch has titties. The bitch got the melons. We, oh, we're going to get into that, honey. 
Oh, okay. so a lot has been that, going on. Ooh, well, we gonna get into that. I'm so proud of you. Uh, blossomed into the beautiful young lady that we all knew that you were. So, shout out to you for that. Living in your truth, honey, and being booked. Like, yes, God, honey, love book a book the house down. We love a booked queen. So, I got a quick icebreaker game. Are you ready, Drew? Let's go. So it's a speed round. Do you like it quick? I <laughs> I love a quickie, especially in the bathroom. Same. <laughs> let's let's get to it. So we got a quick round, guys, of this or that for our special guest, Drew Friday. Let's get into it. So, Drew, this or that? Would you rather get judged by RuPaul on UK versus the world and win no prize money, or would you rather get judged by Brooklyn Heights on Canada versus the world and get prize money if you win? Okay, so we're going to speak something into existence. Um, we're going to speak the RuPaul. Per. We're going to speak the RuPaul. And we're just going to say that I didn't particularly win that challenge. However, I was in the top three. So, okay. So you don't mind getting, you want to get judged by Ru. That's what it sounds like. I, that's, that's the only person that I need to and want to get judged by. <laughs> Number two, Omar, what did it take? Take this away. Which song would you rather lip sync to? Omeyan by Ella Fitz or Fancy by Reba? Go ahead and give me Reba. Why? Because I love me some Reba. My ribs are planted in the past. Who I am is changing fast. Give me Reba. <laughs> Where are you from, by the way? Are you from Atlanta? I'm from Jersey. You from, oh, you're from North. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm from Jersey. Okay. Um, my parents moved us, to, moved us to Georgia when I was a freshman in high school. Okay. Well, here's your, uh, your last chance, Fancy. Don't let us down. Last question, this or that, Drew Friday. Would you rather transfer to Chasing Dallas or Chasing Los Angeles? Okay, so can mm. I be real with y'all? Oh, be this real. Is safe space, right? It's a safe space, baby. I don't watch either one. <gasps> Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. Omar, I know okay. you shady response. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't watch either one. No, like, <laughs> no, let's I don't unpack, watch either one. Let's unpack that. Dallas. I, I Dallas. I I, okay, so Dallas, I talked to Howard. That's the only person that I talked to from Dallas. Um, but you know the drama just, that's been going on with Dallas. Like, would you want to be up under, like, Reese G and all that? Or I not? mean, well, Reese, have you not seen the new promo where it says new cast, new city, new um, producers? Oh, sure. I've seen it. <laughs> so... I mean, now it's under now it's under Dario. So I mean, I love working with Dario. I love Andel. That's my people in him. So it's still working with Andario. So I would still do, mm, I, and I wouldn't do it. Neither <laughs> in, LA, in LA. It's I have mm, LA. The only person that gives me, the only person that interests me is Hershey. Okay. Oh, uh, from the House of Jate. Yes, that's the only person I'm interested in. The rest of them is just why y'all yelling? <laughs> why y'all know each other? So much? Why y'all screaming so much? Why y'all got so, so much animosity? What so is all this? Drew said she's staying her ass in Atlanta. With her I'm people, staying okay? in Atlanta. I'm staying. Her, in Atlanta. She said she'll go over there and play with the girl. She'll go and film a scene with her. She and go film a scene with uh, Trey Howard. But other than that, bitch, goodbye. I- yeah, you know her. And, yeah, mm-hmm. Omar, me you and her, she either. actually said that um, we wanted to do like a spinoff together. Would yeah. you do a retreat? I would do a retreat. Yes. Okay. I would definitely do a retreat. I would do. A, I, I would. Okay. Omar, do you watch Dallas or uh, LA? I watch Dallas. I've never watched LA. Um, I haven't seen. I don't remember the last season I watched of Dallas. Um, I do like Trey Howard. That's the look, that's the short dark skin stylist, right? Yeah. Uh huh. And who's his father? The he has the red hair. I forgot his name. I forgot. That's a name. great question. I don't even much know. I know I, you're talking about though. But I like him too. I like I like their dynamic. Um, everybody else, we see G by. Um, I like Carrie. Carrie. Who? Carrie. The singer. Oh, Carrie. Nah, I could do. I could live without him. We need a Cynthia yeah, Bailey though. Right, you, you need, need a Cynthia. Bailey. She's not it though. Ah, damn. Deshaun Snow, 
first season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. It's not necessary. Ooh. It's giving Deshaun. You said Deshaun oh, Snow? Yeah. Deshaun Snow, Kim Fields. It's very not oh, necessary. Oh, my God. <sighs> I've heard about Deshaun in so long. But let me go do some exactly. research on her. I think you want to see me take a break. I'm going to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, what? Welcome back to the main stage of the How's Your Head Child podcast. You are joined by Halo Carter, Omar, and special guest Drew Friday. So we just played a speed round of this or that, and now we're about to get into the meat and potatoes of it all. Drew, are you mm. ready? I mean, when you're born ready, you never have to get ready. Right. I like to say, you know, if you stay shady, you ain't got to get shady. Ooh. Okay. Like that one. I never heard that one. Now, when you hear that in a confessional next season, don't say nothing. Purr. Oh, I'm going to give you your credit. Oh, a purr. Purr, purr, purr. So let's get into this. Let's find out who Drew Friday is. Let's introduce you to our fans of the pod. So I have a quick question, all right? Okay. So, Drew, how long have you been doing drag and what inspired you to do drag? Um, I've been doing drag for five years now. Um, and, drag, and it was a dare. Ooh, mm. like a Halloween <laughs> dare? Um, so, okay. So my ex-best friend, um, signed up for a boys go-go burlesque situation at MSR and the, I did it. And the owner of MSR was like, I want you to do drag. No, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. That's not for me. And she was like, well, I dare you to do it for like black pride. And I did it. And um, I saw how much money I made. And <laughs> I was like, oh, a girl can do this. Oh, a girl can do this. And she, and she fell in love. And look at you five years later, honey. Five years later. Five doing it as a full-time job. Never thought that. Oh, my God. That is beautiful. Where did your drag name come from? Like, where did Drew Friday come from? Um, okay, so she was in a pop group, right? Mm -hmm. And it was <laughs> supposed to, it was a boy-girl group. It was given very much, um, what's that? Dirty money. It was given very much dirty money. Okay. And <laughs> they wanted us to have unisex names. When okay. I was younger, I used to tell my mother that I was going to change my name, my dad name, which is, Ram which was Ramir. I used mm -hmm. to tell her I was going to change it from Ramir to Andrew. Hmm. So the opportunity came and I was like, well, I'll just take off in and just put Drew, you know, that's unisex Drew Barrymore. Come on now. Icon legend. Icon. So I changed my name to Drew and put Drew underscore the group name, which was Friday. Mm -hmm. At the time that I was in the group, I was also a dancer. I danced okay. for Natasha Mosley. I danced for a group um, that Timbaland had signed. Um, so people were looking up my social media and wanting to book Drew Friday. <laughs> oh, so the group had to change their name. Per. <laughs> and when I started doing drag, I already had the dance name and my social media was already that. People started asking, just started saying I needed to go by Drew Friday. They just started introducing me as Drew Friday. And I tried to change the drag name and it just didn't work. Drew Friday stuck. Yeah. It got up and it stuck. I love the name and I love Friday. It's, a good name. it's, it's definitely a good name. It is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was very much like, like doing drag, an accident. <laughs> <laughs> I always say if I, if I ever were to do drag, my name would either be Yes or like Saturday, something like that. Come on, Saturday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My Because you know you gonna have to. How you gonna spell Saturday? Because you know you gotta spell it different. Like I'm gonna spell it. Yeah, that. I'm gonna spell it the regular way. Saturday Carter. Oh no! Now that's sickening. It just rolls off your tongue. Just like, it does. Saturday, Saturday Carter. Carter. I say you go ahead and get up and geesh one good time. Ah, uh, those who can't do, do it. Uh, comment mm -hmm. on it. I can't sew or do hair or do makeup, but I can't do a split. So maybe for her. I mean, well, one, you can learn how to do makeup. Two, True. you can get somebody to do your hair because, huh, me. 
Um, you can learn makeup, and you got people that around that's around you that can teach you how to beat a bug. We're gonna talk offline, okay? Got you. Because I know the people listen. So we got I a gag, girl. I, what is it, Omar? Oh, I do remember. I was trying to remember what my. I remember it was top or bottom. Top, top or, or bottom? bottom? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that sounds like she's a bearded queen. A bearded queen. She's oh a bearded God. camp queen, and I would love it. Ooh, I'm a camp queen. Omar definitely not camp queen. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. I'm gonna make Omar. Would you laugh. be a passion girl? I would. I don't passion girl. I think I would be more of like a. Perf- I, mm, I would be like a like a fashion and like a dancer girl. It would okay. be like a mix. Okay. I think pageant is too poised for me. Okay. I'd be like, I'd be like a Raja. Was she a Raja O'Hara girl? or Raja, Raja Gemini? No, Raja O'Hara. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm here for. Speaking of Raja, we cannot wait to see her on Canada versus the world. I'm so excited she's back. I am too. We will be recapping that for season seven, listeners. So be on the lookout for that. Speaking of people who have, you know, disadvantages of some sort, I want to get, I want to pick your brain about this. Do you feel like it's harder for African American drag queens versus like you guys as whiter, your you you guys as white counterparts, like especially with you being in the South and all that? Like, how was that? I mean, I said some of this. I cried about it, child. I cried. Mm. Boo-hoo, big crocodile tears on a show about this one. Um, Yes, definitely so. Um, There are typically (laughs) one black girl to five white girls on a flyer. Oh, no. Still? Yes, and I'm not so much now, um, especially here in the city of Atlanta, especially since I started me and a couple of other melanated girls started really you know calling things out um however it's pretty common for it to be one or two black girls and the rest be white girls mm, that is so crazy Omar, how you feel about that the, the, I, I think that's late as fuck but the crazy part about it is that i don't really see when i go to like drag shows i don't really see a lot of white girls mm. what clubs are you I going to well, they are black. Bragg- Mostly Bragg- black. black. Like even at um, what's the place at? Um, Palace. Palace. It's not. I mean, it, I Palace like has a lot, lot of white. black girls now. They have, but that's Miami. Yeah. Okay. 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 Miami. So in the sea. Yeah, you're gonna get more. You're gonna get more white girls in Atlanta. But you know what? I want you're gonna get more white girls in LA. You want to get more white girls in New York? Girls there. I'm lying. It was white girls in Vegas. There yes. too. All the way. It was white so girls. crazy in the South that you're still getting that. You're still dealing with that though. Atlanta, it's, I will say it's hard for black girls, but a lot of people, a lot of black girls here beat other black girls down. So <laughs> it's not like a sisterhood there. I wouldn't say. With the younger generation, with the with the younger girls, very much with us, yes. But getting that support from the older generation, not so much. They like a Tamisha They they kind of like they kind of like belittle you in a sense. Mm. And it's like I'm giving you constructive criticism. Yeah, girl, you're giving me constructive criticism, but you don't have to talk to me like that. Have you had any dealings with Tamisha Iman? Um, no, Mm-mm, no. Okay. What about Sasha? I've actually never met her. Yeah. Of those girls, um, I have run across um Stasha, I have run across um Giselle, they were very sweet. Um, there are a couple of people that I will not mention, um, yeah. that were not so sweet. Um, yeah, they're just it, just it's a difference between giving constructive criticism and being mean, correct. And then pushing your drag onto someone else. That might not be that person's drag. And that's okay because every everybody's drag is different and everybody's drag is valid. Mm. Drew, what's right? your sign? I'm a Leo. Okay, you're a fire sign. Like like uh-huh. us. 
Uh, Omar is Aries. I'm a Sagittarius. So yeah, we're all okay. My chart is wild though. What's your chart? Explain it. Break it down. Oh baby, oh baby. She is not to mention that I'm on hormones. Uh My thought, my my signs are all over the place. I'm a clusterfuck. I don't know what I'm gonna be when I wake up. My chart is my birthday is August 22nd, so I'm a Leo Virgo cusp. Mm-hmm. My moon is a Taurus and my rising is a Scorpio. Ooh, chaos and confusion. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like I said, I don't know what I'm going to be when I wake up in the morning. And that plus the hormones. Watch the Ooh. fuck out. Watch out. Watch Hold out. On, I what's your my... chart? Um, I'm sorry. My best friend has done this chart shit for me like bitch. Don't ask me again. Cut his I mic. Know it's... Oh my, we're know. not, we can't get married now. I know, I oh know my it's gosh. Sagittarius and something else. You oh. get some Sag in you? Yeah, I have some Sag in me. As much shit you talk about us? Okay. I mean, yeah, y'all are terrorists. Who? Sages? Yes. Yeah. And I'm a double Sag. I'm a Sag Moon, Sag Ooh. Sun, Cancer Rising. So, like, baby. oh my gosh. That's why he is so sensitive. sensitive. Thug. <laughs> like you don't know whether you want to fight or cry. Listen, but my Sagittarius protects the Cancer, if that makes sense. The Sagittarius is Halo, and the Cancer is Shamar, like my like my real name, like me. So that's how I look mm-hmm. at it. Oh, jinkies! I get you because I say that Seven is definitely the Leo, Drew is definitely the Scorpio, the Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Drew Speaking is of charts and all of that. I want to find this out, and I'm very interested to hear your response. As you guys know, we all went through a fucking global pandemic, which was crazy. How was the pandemic, how did it affect, like, your career, you being a performer, you filming Chasing Atlanta, and, like, your mental health and all that? Like, tell our listeners about that. Um, I wasn't on Chasing yet when we um, were in, in 2020. Um, we were filming, th- we actually, because I can say this now, we were filming this time last year. Mm-hmm. So I started filming with them coming, like we were out of the pandemic. Okay. Um, but the pandemic, and then even with drag, I had just started drag. Mm-hmm. Um, like doing it, it full time. No, I had just like really started putting on wigs and I... Mm-hmm. So Lala and I really started drag at the same time. Like Lala she was andro- yes, when she was androgynous, I was androgynous. Like okay. we were walking around here, she was bald headed, and I had a jawstring ponytail connected to my head. A jawstring, like, a, a jawstring ponytail. You know what I'm a jawstring ponytail? Yes, I had one of those because the rest of my head was shaved. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell me nothing, and I didn't wear makeup. All I had on was a lash. That's all you need. However. When the pandemic happened and the the world shut down, okay, we're not gonna cry because we're a thug. We um, my grandmother died. Oh no! Uh, my grandmother lives with me, um, and I watched her die. Um, mm. She had three um, strokes in our house. Mm. Um, so I had to watch her die from uh, from the window. Mm. Um. And the one thing that her and I bonded over, my grandmother is a Northern star. She is very much Christian. She does not play. However, she accepted me and she loved that I was getting into drag. Mm-hmm. Going crazy. Wow, my AirPod died. Instead of going crazy in the house <laughs> um, and uh, being depressed and sad over her passing, I mm-hmm. decided to do my makeup. Because I knew when I started drag, I knew that my makeup would be the... I did a competition called Dragnificent. Um, here mm-hmm. And the one thing that they could say about me was my makeup. They did not like my makeup. And said what needed to be done. Mm-hmm. And so I did that instead of being depressed. And I'm sure also filming that show helped you like be distracted as well, correct? Say that one more time. And I also would assume that filming Chase had also helped you, like, you know, be distracted and, you know, keep busy, correct? Well, since I was, since I was actually coming, I was out of that depression. By that time, okay. By that time, by the time I started chasing, chasing, started filming Chasing, Mm. I went into a whole nother depression with Jason. 
Oh, you did? I sure did. Ooh. Wait, oh, I went into a whole nother ball of depression. Uh, we definitely going to get into that because I got a whole section about that. But yeah, the pandemic was definitely hard on all of us. Omar, how was it for you, like the pandemic and everything? Um, I hate hearing stories about people having a hard time during the um, pandemic because I had a ball during the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. so, it's so crazy. I hate saying it. You you know, I was talking to you a lot during the pandemic, and yeah. I was I was actually traveling to Atlanta. I couldn't believe that it was a pandemic in Atlanta because Atlanta was open in my eyes. We was so open. Yeah, it was open. So was open. I was definitely fucking Atlanta up. Um, I was going to Miami. I went to LA. I went to Vegas. Same. During the pandemic. So the pandemic, um, I started my cleaning company. Um, I started breakup in the beginning of the pandemic, and I feel like it was like a battery in my back. It wasn't a bad breakup; it's actually a really good breakup. A battery in your vibrator, you said? <laughs> You're a bitch. <laughs> it was <laughs> a battery in my back that like really like motivated me to like start my businesses, and I, I just got like super super independent. So like the pandemic was like a lifesaver for me, honestly. Yeah. I want to start off by saying, Drew, I'm definitely sorry about your loss. My grandmother raised yeah. me, so I, I couldn't even imagine. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I love you. Definitely want to send condolences to you and your family. And Omar, I feel you on that. When I hear people tell their stories, like, I don't downplay it. I know that it was a very dark time. But it was, 2020 was the best year of my life because of, like, my spiritual awakening. And I just saw the light and everything. Thank God I didn't have anyone, you know, pass close to me. But I had my best friend, Kirsten. She lost her mother uh during the pandemic and just like you said uh drew you had to see your grandmother like through a window like you know hospital shit they were it was crazy so it was and wild. remember we started we did our um i was doing because it was a lot of people around me and online that was going through a depression i did a lip sync karaoke on instagram like what would what were we doing it every monday mm-hmm. and, so, like, yeah for a lot of people so, I don't know. I just was trying to find ways for people not to be depressed. Yeah. That was the birth, the low-key birth of uh, the pod. A podcast, yeah. But we made it out, y'all. So, per, yeah. right? We here. Right. Speaking of changes that we've been through over the last two uh, years, Omar, take away the next question for us. Um, the next question was, oh, how is your trend going and how's the support been? since the announcement um she has titties um Ooh. i get <laughs> i get yelled at by my friends all the time girl stop talking about your titties <laughs> i'm excited about my titties like girl and can't nobody take that away from me girl i'm growing titties this is a wild um and like when before i started transitioning like i used to always like ask people like what would you do if you were to wake up as the opposite sex when you wake up in the morning, I would always say, I'm playing with my titties. I play with my titties every morning. <laughs> every morning I play with my titties. Um, so it's been going great. Um, I am way I am extremely happy. Like, yes, I have my emotional roller coaster moments, and of course, mm-hmm. I have sad moments. Um, and they can be very extreme because of me on, um, because of the hormones. However, majority of the time, I am extremely happy. I was just looking at two pictures that I posted on Instagram, um, like the past two weeks. And like, you could see how happy I am. Like, I can see how happy I am. Okay, Even like when I'm performing now, I just, I feel different because I just can see the change in me and I feel different. We love a happy Leo. I'm extremely like happy because I'm doing something for me. And then I'm just starting to see who I've always wanted to see when I looked in the mirror. Mm -hmm. That is so beautiful. Um, So it is great. I mean, people send me like messages. Um, My family, I will say my family is, they lit, they real lit. Like even down to like my little God sister. Mm-hmm. Like she does not like the name Seven, and she refuses to call me Seven. Um, but like she's like, I don't care if you want to be a girl. Like 
my family is so accepting. And I will say that I'm extremely blessed and grateful to have such an amazing support system from my family because not everyone has that. Mm-hmm. And I, was I say, don't watching. I'm sorry. I was going to show and seeing your mom's. Um, when I saw that, um, I was really happy to see like how supportive your family was um, because I had um, think my mom, my aunt, my grandmother, everybody supports me and my twin brother. I'm twin and we're both gay. And we don't have, like, no, we haven't had any issues or anything like that. So when I saw that online, I know a lot of um, trans girls, uh, drag, drag girls, a lot of them that don't have that support at all. So I thought that was so dope. And, like, that's one thing that I want to show more of. Like, yeah. for next season, like, I definitely want to show my family more because I have, like, an older cousin. Me and my cousins were all, like, a year apart. Um, and my older male cousin, he is very, he is, if you looked up toxic masculinity in the dictionary, it's him standing there with his thumbs up. Now he says that he's 40% gay because Ooh. he comes to everything. Why watches, 40%? I don't know, because he watches the show. Like, he says to his wife, babe, the girls is on. I gotta go watch the girls. <laughs> oh my God. Like, he comes to shows. Like, and he follows Troy. <laughs> he follows Neek. He follows Willa. Like, my birthday, he was at my birthday party and all of them were there. And he was more excited about seeing them and talking to them than seeing and talking to me. Oh, my God. I, like, the girls, was, I mean. He's like, I like, he is now, like, so forward. Like, it's just, just wow. My whole entire family is very Christian mm-hmm. and very much into mm-hmm. the church. So, like, to have them, like, we don't care. Let's go. Yeah, it's church, like, oh, they don't let me in there. I love that. Child. That 40% is going to turn into 75%, okay? Keep watching the girls. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. But enough about the girls. Drew, I think the listeners want to know, what's your type? Like, what kind of guys do you like? Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. So I've been working, I've been saying this and going through this with my therapist because I am in therapy. I believe in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like a nigga that's going to, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> I like the nigga that's <laughs> going to be upfront, be, be upfront and be intentional. Mm-hmm. Like be intentional. Like I'm clingy. I like to live in your skin. So if you clingy like me, that's a plus. If you're very much coming up to me and you're like, I want to take you out, like I want to get to know you, like be be upfront. Okay. I'm very I like aggression. Um, you know, mm-hmm. a little aggression like who you talking to, that'll get you a long way too. <laughs> um looks wise, I don't discriminate. Like as long as you funny, laugh my draws off. Same. Make me laugh. Laugh my draws off. I had one make nigga that laugh. literally rapped. He's a he was a rap, he's a rapper. He rapped. We were like chilling at we were chilling at his house and he had like this whiteboard. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what's this? Looks like that's a new um song I'm working on. That nigga rapped that song to me. And before I know it, my panties was off. Ah! <laughs> I was like, that was smooth. Nigga, that was smooth. We love a smooth nigga that can make us laugh. Listeners, slide into our DMs. You heard what the girl said, okay? Because I'm single and I <laughs> want to be in matching PJs by Christmas. Ooh, yes. <laughs> well, while we go through uh, your Twitter likes and your bookmarks, we're going to do that while we, while we go on break, okay? Let's go. I think they want to hear us take a, a break. Nasty. I think they want to hear us take a break. Let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. We took a break. You are joined by Halo Omar with special guest Drew Seven Friday, and we are getting into some things, honey. So we got two more segments. Yeah, let's have some lunch. Are you guys hungry? Ah, bend it over. Give it to me. Ah, well, let's go to Atlanta. Go to Mary Max, honey. Miss Mary Mac Mac Mac. Let me shut up. So, I've actually never been there. Uh, you ain't missing nothing. But the salmon croquets is 
Chef's kiss. Chef's motherfucking kiss. So, the chasing Atlanta of it all. We got into a little bit earlier. You did say you went into a whole different, you know, depression with that. And you did some things. But I got some more questions. I'm nosy. Are you ready? Okay, come on. Let's go. What made you want to do chasing Atlanta? And how was that, uh, that casting process? We all know how I feel about theirs. My mom ain't raised no bitch. So, <laughs> someone had mentioned it. Oh, um, come on, help me, help me. What's her name? I need um, a vow. Um, <laughs> she used to be the host. She ain't the host no more. Maddie? Um, oh, the Iyanla lady? Yes. Oh. E- e- yes. She is a very good friend, family friend. Her and my mom go to church together. Um... So I had mentioned something to her about it. And I had mentioned something to my best friend, who was also my manager, about it. And my best friend was like, I dare you to submit. Oh, so you did, and the rest is her I did. Um, so I sent in an email. And on, and I, they reached out to me. They were like, um, can you please come into an on-camera interview? Um, no, an in-person interview. And this was like, they had already had the cast picked out. Mm. I was like the last, I was the last interviews. Um, they had had everybody picked out already, and I remember I walked in, and it was Andale, Kiri, Andale's mother, um, and, like, three other producers, mm-hmm. and I had on this green, blue, and, like, yellow bondage dress, mm-hmm. so the body was sitting, and I had mm-hmm. on, this is when my hair was a very very sh- it was cut i had a fade so mm-hmm. like in that orange pixie wig was just i had just got her done so she was laid fried died into the side <laughs> and i walked in and, and dale and all of them went yes yes bitch. um so the uh, the casting process was very fast and easy for me <laughs> um i did that interview um and i left Literally, I left probably like three days after that to go to New York. And I was in New York for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. And um, a week after being in New York, I got an email saying, hey, you are um, chosen. Here's your contract. Please get that, get this to us signed with a yes or a no. You have uh, three days to let us mm-hmm. know. And then I signed it after those three days, like another three days passed. And then we got the whole cast list. Mm. So, so it was, was very, very fast with me. Yeah, and I like heard everyone else, all the other newbie stories, mm. and I was like, "Well, baby, I didn't have to do none of that. That one <laughs> me." So like, she I literally had sent her. a DM. <laughs> I sent a DM. I re- I responded to one of their DMs when they were like they were looking for cast members, and I just mm-hmm. literally DM'd them and said here's my email here's my number i mean this is on social media so you have my social media girl her look at you so what were your thoughts on like the latest season and like appearing on chasing and would you return in the future like just how was your first season as a rookie like do you feel like you were hazed how were the cast trips how was it you know just you know just i want to hear everything about your experience um, okay, so my my first season as a rookie, um, I feel like my season was the best season out of all five seasons. I feel like my season was the best. Um, mm. I feel like we had the best cast. Um, I feel like everybody was working contrary to all the drama. Everyone was working. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like everybody had, you know, individual, like, life shit going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say for me, though, I was... I ended up becoming very depressed. I was going, I started getting depressed when we, before we started filming, when I was in New York, because I just felt like I was like alone because that was my first like summer traveling, doing drag. That was, I had just started doing it full time. Mm-hmm. So like traveling, I had, I was like, well, I'm getting booked in these other places, bitch. I'm going the fuck. Perf. So I was traveling by myself. Um, and I'm so used to, me and my best friend are connected to the connected at the hip. Um, we are typically always together. And then even like my kids that my drag kids that live here in my the bar that I work at at MSR, the bar staff, we are all friends. So like we all hang out 
on a regular basis. Mm. So I'm on the road and I'm by myself. I'm hella lonely. Bitch, mm. my love language is physical touch and you know time in in quality time. I can't spend quality time with none of my bitches. This is wild. Then I'm getting back and now I'm being thrown into this show. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the drama of it all, and I'm just not used to this. And um, I was also battling like insecurities. Mm-hmm. So starting off, it wasn't the best. Um, but once I started maneuvering and going through it, and you know, realizing I had friendships outside of my other friends and friendships within the, my castmates. I started to open up more and, and that's what you guys started seeing towards the end of the season. Um, would I do it again? Yes, I'm going to be doing it again. Um, um, now I just know how to maneuver. Mm-hmm. I know what to get into and what not to get into. I know when to be like, yeah, this ain't my fight. This ain't my monkey. This ain't my circus. Omar, what um, was your favorite scene or favorite cast from the, uh, this last season? Say that again, well, Omar. I was asking Omar, what was your favorite scene well, from like, gonna, this last season? I'm not gonna say that just because she's on the phone, but Drew was definitely mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Willa, that bitch was crazy when she was <laughs> that bitch when she was in the orange wig in the in at the soccer ah! game. Wait a minute, I was just with Willa Sunday, and we would talk about that orange wig. She has not worn that orange since then. That bitch went the fuck off. <laughs> I love her. We were so like drunk that was- night. We were drunk and we were so <laughs> high. And we were in- we were there for two hours before we started filming. So just think, two uh- hours and all that wine that I can't on that bar. Ooh. Um, so she already didn't that- have hers. And um, I like I like Dominique. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, I will I like say her. those are the two people that I'm close to. I'm very, very close to Meek Willa and Dominique. Willa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like Dominique. You could tell Dominique was going through a lot this season. I guess with his relationship and stuff like that. But I definitely think that she stole the show because she gave very much what I would have been given on the show. Like, bitch, you lying. You did say that. Oh, like, she didn't play. Yes. She was not having it with them. Like, no, you said that. And my thing is, if you said it, you said it. Just like own up to it. Just because if I said, i.e., the shit with Kendra, I said to Kendra, I don't recall saying that. However, if I said, however, if I said it, I'm Daryl gonna run that shit back. So I'm going to apologize now for if I said it because I don't recall saying it. And if I did, and that hurts your feelings, my bad. I apologize, girl. You said it, girl. You said it. You heard it. Production, you had said it to us, you had said it to production, you had said it to so many people. So, like, just own up to it. I'm very much that person. Like, if you said something, it's okay, whether it was shady or not. We just can own always it. Move. we own it because we it, can move past. Is Rico Casadine gonna be on the show? I'd rather him not. It's very Deshaun Snow as well. <laughs> oh, was that Shay Phaedra? It's very Lisa Wu about the situation. Like... <laughs> oh my god! I still hope I don't get trouble for laughing at that, but that was funny. I don't give a fuck. That was funny. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. And I signed yeah. NDA. So I can't really say nothing. Okay. Yeah. We don't want a red laser to pop up on her uh, forehead right now. Hello, because you know I'm Daria real good for that, right? <laughs> I was gonna ask you what were your thoughts on like chasing uh, Dallas and LA, but where do you know it? You don't watch them. So. <laughs> I mean, okay, so yeah, okay, so okay. My thoughts on Dallas: I'm excited to see the new rebrand. I'm ex- I'm going to be watching Dallas this season mm-hmm. because um, I heard some stuff and I kind of want to see. I c- it's great to be a viewer. It is wonderful to be a yeah. viewer. Like I'm, I'm, I will say I'm excited to see the new Dallas. Mm-hmm. LA, it just being real and I might get in trouble for saying what I'm about to say. However, I can own up to it in general. The shit between Nicole and Mm. the whole cast, it was just so annoying. It was like, and 
I've said this to, I've said this before. It was just very, just, it was a lot. And it was like, why y'all always, I very much felt like Hershey. Why are we in Palm Spring arguing over the same shit? Like, they don't even know each other. Like, it just was, the minute they all sat down, that very first scene, uh, season one, like, when they were outside, like, it, it was just insane. It, oh, so no. I just, I, I, I was just like, yeah, I don't, it, this is boring me. And, and we I'm don't like to be bored. We don't like a bored Leo, honey. We don't, because, you know, we start doing shit. We burn it. Listen, don't get too <laughs> close to the nothing. sun. We fire signs. Do not get too close to the sun, Mary. However, I love seeing Hershey and her family dynamic and them adopting a kid. And just, I loved seeing, I loved watching Hershey. Yeah. Do you know if Hershey wants to uh, pursue Drag Race? Drag Race. I don't know. However, come if I walk in that um in that workroom and I see my sister um um throwing a shoe at her. Ah, there's a couple of there's a couple of girls that I hang out with that are pretty that I hang out with tough drag mm-hmm. girls that I feel like may that I walk in the workroom and I see them. I'm probably I'm going to. It's I'm gonna hit them not on some like I want to like this is a brawl but like oh my gosh we in this bitch girl girl I look at things going up listen I think that's the perfect segue to get into the drag race of it all Omar take it away what we got on the docket for uh Miss Drew seven Friday so Miss Drew have you ever auditioned for? Yes, I I have. Um, I auditioned for season fourteen, right along with um my baby daddy Tommy Laron, aka um Angeria, um Angeria Van Michaels. Um, we auditioned together. Like, um, I am close to her. Like, um, when I started drag, she was someone that helped me with my face a lot. Um, so I auditioned mm-hmm. for the same thing that she auditioned for. We love us some oh, Angie. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your thoughts on RuPaul's Drag Race and RuPaul and the inclusion, um, of, the inclusion, of trans men, trans women, you know, cis men? Like, how do you feel about all of that? Okay, so um, yeah, this might sound crazy. Um, I'm not opposed to a. I got mixed situation, not at all. I'm not opposed to a trans woman like myself, Kylie, um, Kylie Sonique, um, Peppermint, um, oh. all 15 girls from this past season. <laughs> um, <laughs> literally, all <laughs> um, I'm not opposed to that. What stresses me is everyone saying why can't drag kings be on it because it's a show for drag fucking queens so Mm. sorry but it's a show for drag queens like oh my gosh can we get a show for drag drag queens i would drag kings i would love a show for drag kings however for them to be on for drag kings to be included on drag race i don't agree with it either i'm not with it yeah that's not unpopular omar definitely has said some you know well, opinions okay. regarding the casting so and then yeah. also i don't agree with the whole straight man being on bye girl bye girl drag maddie bye love maddie love maddie's drag maddie's drag is valid however girl your drag should have stayed in oklahoma <laughs> where it was it should have never okay, been in so here's the here's the thing because remember when we first started filming How's Your Head Child podcast. And I forgot who was the first. I forget. The first trans girl on Drag Race? Yeah. Like that um, came out. Carmen, uh, my, um, Carmen Michaels. Okay, so she, okay. After her, I think the debate that at first, I didn't agree with trans women being on Drag Race because I had the perception that drag queens were men who got up in drag in illusion of a woman. So I felt like it wasn't fair for a trans woman who already has like 
breasts and I are getting like feminine features, you know, to actually do the it's kind of like a cheat in the race. And mm-hmm. then my co-host wore me out or whatever. I actually enjoyed the but I still think it's like a cheat code. It's like slightly cheating. I mean, you know I wouldn't say that it's slightly cheating only because I mean you can be a you can be a trans girl and still not um be able to beat your mug for um, um the high heavens. No, there's see, a difference between a there's a difference between a drag face and a drag beat and uh, uh every uh, and a woman beat. Like okay. I have a woman beat and I also have a drag beat. Got it. Because the so standards like- for drag makeup is different. Okay, got it. I'm not gonna go on the I'm not gonna go on somebody's pageant mm-hmm. and not have three on ones on. But I'm gonna go into somebody's club and have a 3D mink on. Like mm. Victoria Scone, she's an AFAB, you know, cis woman. She gives high drag to me, you know. I know Drew doesn't watch uh UK, but she's um a Caucasian. Damn, uh, call cis me out, Dr. Rhonda. Right? Like, hey, <laughs> but she gives drag, you know, high drag. Do you agree, Omar? hundred percent. Yeah, so like you know, I'm definitely satisfied. Even Maddie, I feel like Maddie is a you know a drag queen. You know, Maddie is a drag queen. Mm-hmm. Just walks like a dude. Walks, yes, walks it like you talk it. <laughs> Very much so. Maddie walks like a linebacker. He does. With all this inclusion talk, um, I want to know, like, since drag race is so mainstream right now. Like, there's literally children who go to drag con. There's kids online who dominate the this content space regarding drag race, who can't even get into a club to watch a drag show because they're so young. What would be, like, your advice that you would give parents who have an LGBTQ plus child? Um, have it at your damn bar mitzvah. Per. Have it at your 16. Um, and if you need it, you can call me. <laughs> She will come through. I used to dance with Bar Bat Mitzvahs, and I used to say to them when I first started drag all the time, mm. I would love to come to a Bat Mitzvah, a Bar Mitzvah, and drag and geesh girl. All that. Because the kids love it. I used to teach kindergarten. My kids were gay. I gave them gay slang and gay lingo. They love it. They don't know the difference. Yes, they Mama Boots the house being... down. Yes. <laughs> they just see you being yourself, so they. Oh, okay. I like that you're being you, and I like what you you being you is something positive. So I want to do the same thing. Exactly. I feel like it should be encouraged in the schools. Um, Me too. Because there there could be a child that exp- there if there was if I had gay. I mean, granted, I did, but I mm-hmm. it was to an extent. If I had that when I was in early adolescence and known that it was okay, mm-hmm. no telling where I would have been. No telling yeah. the insecurities that I would have not, that I wouldn't have had to overcome. Mm. If that was something that. norm in uh, my schools, something norm on my TVs. And it's not saying like, oh, you have to be, like they they have to see guys tonguing each other down and hunching each other. Yeah. No. However, at a very young age, I was exposed to um, fucking baby boy and thug bait, tag ass, poppy thugs. Like at a very Thugzilla. young age, y'all, <laughs> at a very young age, I was exposed to heterosexual porn and heterosexual mm. like normatives on TV shows at a very young age. So yeah. why is it a problem to, you know, show them, you know, LGBTQ things? Because if I had that when I was younger, I would have my confidence level would have been out through the roof. I love it. Y'all heard you. Put your child in dance school and let them do what they need to do. Let them twirl, honey. Book your drag queens for city hall performances, bar mitzvahs, all of that. Link in the bio. Book Drew. (laughs) Hello. Book me down, girl. I'll I'll read your turn at the library. Per. (laughs) So I got some fun (laughs) questions before we wrap this up. Drew, what challenges on Drag Race, you know, say if and when you do get casted, do you think that you would enjoy the most? 
we got girl groups, we got snatch game, we got talent show, we got Rusico, we got the roast. Which one I'm nerve sighted about the about the um snatch game. I'm excited and nervous all at the same time because uh-huh. you never know how it's gonna go. Um, and you never know what will come out of you in that moment. Um, the sewing challenge can kiss my ass. Oh. <laughs> Why make it yourself when you got the coin to buy it? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um, but she is not gonna be hot gluing um bags to a um, to a oh. leotard. She's not gonna do that. Oh. Was that straight to Lala? <laughs> I said it on my sister every chance I get. Girl, you uh, did what? But I'm happy you did that, girl. I'm happy you persevered. Um, I, I know she I went mean, to summer school over the, uh, I mean, summer camp over the uh, summer. I don't know so. what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. Uh, so, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. My I bad. don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> allegedly, yep. allegedly, listeners, everything you are listening to on this podcast is alleged for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I plead the fifth, y'all. Plead honor. the fifth. Well, um, don't plead the fifth on this next question. What's I'm your excited favorite... about the musical too. Say it again, babe. I'm excited about the musical. Holla. Don't plead the fifth on this. What's your favorite and least favorite season of Drag Race? Least favorite season of Drag Race? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> My least favorite. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I got to look this up. Okay, no, 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 no. My least, My least favorite, because I'm thinking of of winners who won after BB, Tyra, Raja, uh, Sharon. Who won after Sasha Valor? 10. Aquarius. It was the season, it was the season with Miss Cracker and all of them. Aquarius. Definitely didn't watch it. <laughs> so, season Definitely 10 is your least it. favorite. And mm-hmm. that in the season, no, I watched all of Shea Kool Aid, I watched all of Shea's season. Um, but she, yeah, definitely season with Miss Cracker. No, so season 10, and what's your favorite season? Drag and then, um, sorry, also that Ooh. season, of <laughs> she got more than one, honey. <laughs> yes, <laughs> also that season of All Stars with um, with Blair St. St. Clair and Miss Cracker. <laughs> All Stars, bitch, what you got against Miss Cracker, honey? <laughs> <laughs> what you got against the Cracker? <laughs> I got that against Miss Cracker because you realize the only person I remember is Miss Cracker from those seasons. <laughs> Shay Juju B. Omar <laughs> loves Juju B, honey. No, I don't. He loves I love me Juju. No, 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 no. I love me some Juju B. Per. Yeah, I go straight to hell with that. I per. love me some Juju B. I think they play in her face too much. No, um, I now my favorite season of Drag Race is look over there. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Jada season was my favorite. I don't know if it was because we was locked down, but that was my favorite. Oh, that was my favorite season. I love Jada. Jada season was my was funny. Jada season, the season with Shangela's Shangela's second season, not her first season. The second time she came up, mm-hmm. her season is one of my favorites. Tyra season was one of my favorites when Tyra was, was singing Beyonce live as fuck in the work room. Right. Iconic. Um. Oh, what else? Um, Sasha Valor and uh, of course Shea Kool Aid season when Sasha pulled them roses out her head. Um, out her head. Them damn roses, honey. Them damn roses. That's when Shay knew that she was. It was a wrap. Um, it was a wrap. And then, no, I will not say. I will also say that. Sorry, I will add this past season as one of my least favorites, only because it was so long. It was long. We like we like long, but. Not that long. Not that long. <laughs> you got 30 minutes tops. <laughs> top. Where the top set? Did I hear that correctly? Yeah, I said you, the, the top had 30 minutes. Well, last question. I want to know what are your expectations for the franchise as a whole going forward in season 15? Like, what do you want to see on season 15? And where do you see drag race, RuPaul's drag race in three, four, or five years? I'm going to keep my thoughts about season 15 to myself because okay. I know some things because I know some of the girls. Okay. I will say I am so excited to see girls that I consider friends. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see my friends and I'm excited to see what my friends do. 
Um, because season 15, I ain't gonna hold you. Some of these girls are cute. Some of them, mm, clickbait. Okay. Uh, as a franchise, um, I think it's going to open a lot of doors and I'm excited to see how it grows, especially with it being in different um, continents and different countries um, and just exposing different cultures of drag to the masses because there are, there's just, there's more, there's more within drag other than just pageant queens. Like, I'm excited for them to add some of some form of spooky drag within there. Mm. Some of, like, like camp it out some more bitch if you don't watch um the Berlay brothers um you're missing out because that that form of drag spooky scary drag oh baby it gets me Mauricio will love you Omar have you been watching this season with him or no watching this season but I do I definitely love drag I know a couple of girls from Dracula like it's just it takes it's Watching girls, and I will say, being in Atlanta, I we have so we have so many different forms of drag here, and that I want Drag Race to tap into. Like seeing uh, alternative drag mm-hmm. for the first time, it is a little scary. However, you're scared, but you're intrigued. Like you're just like, mm-hmm. "Bitch, is that tar dripping out of your fucking mouth? Did you just staple fucking?" Uh, Shit to your forehead, bitch. See, that's a bit much for me. Oh no, commit, bitch. If you're going to be alternative drag, please commit. Oh, please commit. That's a bit much for me, but I do love where you, like you said, more and more uh, inclusion. Omar, what about you? What do you want to see for season uh, fifteen? Um, I definitely want to see um new challenges. Um, I can mm-hmm. really do without um snatch game. I know it's a pivotal moment in Drag Race. Um, I definitely want to see um, different challenges the fuck out of them. Um, the script, I want a new script. They definitely, like Mauricio always says, need to take notes from the Boulay brothers because um, this shit is getting like repetitive and it's making mm-hmm. like trained for watching it. So they need to. Especially because you have so many forms now. Yeah. Maybe I need to yes. tap into this Boulay Brothers and see what the tea is, Miriam. I would actually enjoy it. It's On paper, little... I would enjoy it, like spooky, you know, right up my alley. But I just, huh, I gotta give it a shot. I will say the challenges are a little dramatic. Like I'm not eating nobody's yeah. roach, and no, you're not eating me in the coffin and burying me alive. We're not doing that. No. It's the when you at the all that weird shit that you gotta do. Yeah, we we not doing that. <laughs> That's what we're not doing, okay? It's even character. I cannot. Oh my god, we could talk to Drew Seven Friday for hours. This has been so much fun, Drew. How was your experience on the How's Your Head Child podcast? You know, I'd come back for some more head. Yes, <laughs> we love a comeback queen. It was definitely a pleasure. You were highly entertaining, and I'm so happy that you took time out your day to talk to me and Omar. Omar, you have any uh, last questions for uh, Miss Friday? Continue in your transition. Continue to be the star that you are. Come back on Chasing Atlanta and get them bitches hell some more. Don't hold back. <laughs> Period. Let them know why you a Leo. I want you to do your thing on Chasing. Audition for Drag Race and make us proud. Just keep going. Like, I'm so proud of you and we love you on the pod. Like, Thank you y'all are so superstar. much. I love y'all. Thank y'all for having me. You know, we ain't here like swimwear. We fam now. You Period. are a superstar. Let the people know where they can find you, where they can catch you at, your next shows during the holiday season. Plug anything you got to plug, honey. Let us let the girls know. You guys can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, OnlyFans. Everything Ooh. is, I'm joking. I do not have an OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is <laughs> Drew Friday. That's D-R-E-W. Friday, like your favorite day of the week, underscore. I also have a new podcast called Seven Minutes in Heaven. Mm. Um, in my bio, on my Instagram, and my Twitter. We have, uh, I have, what, five episodes out now? Um, 
So yes, go and check it out. Um, upcoming shows, I have Jada weekend, November 19th and 20th here in Atlanta. Please go to Wissy Magazine and get your tickets. Wussy Mag, we're also bringing back our brunch starting December 4th. We will be doing a theme, two theme brush, brunches every month. December is Mariah Carey month, so come and get your Mariah Carey on. I will be in D.C. <laughs> December 9th with um, Uncle Clifford himself. Yes. At brunch, oh, so I get your tickets in the area um, because we are turning the fuck up. I'm gonna go to book and I'm busy. Out. Okay, period. Yes, yes. I mean, I could. Oh, oh, hmm, I got you. I got you. I got you. We're talking about like you. We gonna handle this. Yeah, I got you. Yes, y'all heard her, listeners. Follow her. Click links in her bio. Subscribe to her podcast. Book her shows. All that. Drew is a fucking superstar. I'm signing off. I'm Halo. We will be back in a week or so with Mauricio. We will be recapping. Oh, that man is fine. <laughs> yes, we love uh, some massage. <laughs> we'll be recapping the episodes we missed from RuPaul's Drag Race UK and then wrapping up season six of this and moving on to season seven where we will be recapping Canada's Drag Race, Canada versus the world. Again, I'm Halo. You can follow me on Twitter at Halo's new page. And Instagram at Halo Carter. What about you, Omar? I'm Omar. You definitely can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at O-O-M-A-R-4. Y'all heard what they said. This was so much fun. It's 1.30 in the morning. It's time for me to finish this White Claw and go through Omar's naughty likes on Twitter. Sickening. <laughs> right? Her party. <laughs> Everybody say love. Love. Everybody say love. 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 Let the music play. Bye. Bye. Bye.